Welcome to My American Melting Pot, the podcast for people living multicultural lives. I'm your host, Lori L. Tharps. I'm a black woman married to a Spanish man raising three biracial, bilingual, bicultural children. I'm also a journalist and the author of the book, Same Family, Different Colors, Confronting Colorism in America's Diverse Families. Some people call me a cultural critic, others a pop culture pundit. I call myself a diversity diva. I'm really glad you're here for this melting pot minute because we have a lot to talk about, you know, Corona. Hello, melting pot community. Welcome to our first standalone melting pot minute episode. For those of you who are new to this show, I used to do the Melting Pot Minute as part of the full-length episodes, but in season four, we decided to split these up so that we would have one long episode one week and then a short Melting Pot Minute the following week. So even though it's called a Melting Pot Minute, realistically, it's not only going to be a minute long, but it is a short episode, and it's a time for me to talk about current events share news, views, and opinions that I might have, you know, things to talk about that don't warrant a full-length episode. Obviously, it is really imperative that we talk about the big elephant in the room that is the coronavirus. Believe it or not, I actually had a Melting Pot Minute already recorded for this Friday's episode, but I just decided that I couldn't post it knowing that everybody is thinking about the coronavirus. It just didn't seem right. So here I am, first of all, recording in my bedroom closet instead of in our state-of-the-art studios where we usually record. So I apologize right now if the sound isn't quite the same quality that you're used to. But again, everything about coronavirus is making everybody adjust their lives. So I wanted to talk about two different things as it relates to race, real life, and the coronavirus. One is that, you know, I never want to say that the coronavirus is a positive or a good thing for society, but looking at it from my usual diversity diva perspective, I have to say it's incredible how the whole world has come together over this issue. Now, obviously, we've come together because we are literally talking about not only human lives being lost, but we're talking about our kind of way of life being lost also if we don't figure out how to solve this global pandemic. But it just strikes me that here we are, for example, my family, my nuclear family sitting here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and we can talk to my husband's family who all live in the south of Spain. And we have these shared experiences. We're all sitting locked up in our houses under, you know, what feels like house arrest, you know, going to stores and finding store shelves empty, trying to stay calm, not knowing what's going on. And it doesn't matter if I'm talking to somebody in Spain, in Philadelphia, in Albania, in Manchester, England, all of my friends all over the world are experiencing the exact same thing. And again, I wouldn't wish a global pandemic on anybody, and I wish this weren't the circumstances that were bringing the world together, but I can't help but think about how this disease, this virus, 
has made all of us realize how interconnected our lives really are. So again, I'm not saying this is a positive, but if we could take some positive out of this, it is to show that we are a truly connected species and we're going to have to and we can depend on one another. We can share with one another. We can have similar experiences and perhaps use this time, use these experiences to remind ourselves just how connected we are. Now, the other thing I want to talk about the way that I see my kind of racial, multicultural diversity lens at looking at this situation we're in now with the coronavirus is the great amount of disappointment that I have with the explosion of discrimination and racism towards Asian Americans and Asian people living all over the Western world. And I say Western world because I'm specifically speaking of Asian people who are living, like I said, in the United States and Canada, Western Europe, anywhere where they are not the majority. We are seeing such outlandish, outrageous examples of everything from schoolyard bullying to really serious violence against Asian people because people are blaming Asian people for the coronavirus. Now, I'm sorry, anybody who understands anything about this pandemic, understands where we are in society, will know that thanks to global climate change, increase of international travel, and the relaxation of borders, like something like this was going to happen at some point. And it could have started in China. It could have started in Pennsylvania. It could have started anywhere. And obviously, it's not like one ethnic group is the reason for the pandemic at all. Like I said, those other factors are the reason for the massive spread of a virus. <sighs> It just makes me really upset and mad. It makes me just disappointed in humanity. But it also makes me just want to shake my finger and say, don't let fear make you be racist and stupid. I wrote about this on my blog recently, so you can go read my opinion about this. But it also doesn't help that the United States president has I don't want to say suddenly become racist because we know he's been racist for a long time, but that he is using very extreme racist terminology to refer to this virus. I'm not even going to repeat the things he said because they're so vile, but it's so disheartening that our leader, not my leader, but the leader of the quote unquote free world, the president of the United States and others in his government are using really racist terms. I mean, I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, I'm preaching to the choir, but I'm just extremely disappointed that this place that we are in where we need to be holding each other up and exercising more grace that people are exercising, not grace, but racism and stupidity, really. I mean, there's just a lack of knowledge when we are blaming a certain ethnic group for the place we're in right now. That's all I really wanted to say is that my perspective looking at the coronavirus is twofold in that there is some kind of potential positive message that we can take from this and seeing our global family all suffering from the same ailment and hopefully working together, you know, seeing different countries working on finding a cure, on vaccinations, sharing supplies, uh, sharing information, 
that is beautiful to see. And also just being able to look out and see that people across the world are going through the exact same thing that we are. It makes the world feel even smaller. And on the other hand, again, the increased racism against Asian American people here in the United States and in Europe as well, it just grinds my gears. And I hope that all of you listeners are equally incensed and will stand up for people who are being discriminated against and you will stand up for them and speak out against any form of intolerance, discrimination, and racism against our Asian American friends and family and others. So that is my melting pot minute for this week. I hope everybody is taking good care. I hope everybody is finding a way to make the best out of this unprecedented situation. I mean, it's so hard to know what's coming around the pike. It's so hard to know what to do next or what's happening next. Please check out myamericanmeltingpot.com. I have posted a blog post, uh, what I call my guide to armchair travel with some ideas of things to do to Uh, Maybe take your mind off of the current situation to distract and to entertain and to inform. Check that out and always go for the books. Try joining our diverse reading challenge. Um, Listen to more podcasts. Again, you'll find some more ideas on the blog. You can also subscribe to the My American Melting Pot newsletter also on the blog. If you subscribe before, uh, well, I guess if you subscribe now, you'll get the March newsletter, which will be full of other ideas that you can use to distract yourself and inform yourself and do things while you're stuck at home or stuck in your house. And again, Please just take care of yourselves. Send me an email. Send me a message. Leave me a message on Facebook or Instagram and tell me what you're doing during these unprecedented times. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much as always, Melting Pot community, for listening. Now, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Feel free to leave me a review or a rating wherever you listen to podcasts. But if it's on Apple Podcasts, even better. I would appreciate that too. All right. See you next week, Melting Pot community, when you will be hearing from a woman who is part of a unique multiracial family who has used her multiracial identity to launch several businesses and has led quite an exciting life. So please tune in next Friday for another new episode of the podcast. My American Melting Pot is usually recorded at WRTI Studios in Philadelphia, but this episode was recorded in my closet. The show was produced by me, Lori Diversity Diva Tharps. Our editor and technical director is Brad Linder. Our sound engineers are Tyler McClure, Paul Marchesani, Joe Patty, and Nick Cruz. And our theme music was composed by Sumi Tanoka. Thank you for listening, and always remember to live your life in color.